Hello, we are Restoration Church Chicago and welcome to our podcast. You can connect with us through our website, restoration.life, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Our mission is to glorify Jesus everywhere, and that includes right here, right now. Thanks for tuning in. I want to remind us very briefly and very quickly, of, uh, and those who are visiting, and those God has add, added to restoration recently, about the amazing memorials of what God has done for us. And as we look forward to the years to come, we're trusting for even more, even more from what God will do. We're able to trust for more from God because we have seen, we have experienced, and we have witnessed. We have witnessed what he has done. Just the fact of us being here every Sunday is God has provided for us. And I want to share the verses from Joshua uh, 1, verses 7, 8, and 9. That be strong and very courageous. Notice, very courageous there. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. I can say that. We stay steadfast. We did not turn to the right or to the left. We didn't quit. We didn't shut down. We didn't let the situation affect us. We remain steadfast. and said, you may be successful wherever that you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Now, be strong and courageous. You notice that there's no very courageous. Just be strong and courageous because in the beginning, it requires a lot. You need to be very courageous in the beginning. But as you're beginning to see God's faithfulness and his goodness, it gets easier and easier to step out in faith. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever that you go. So our faith grew, and it became easier and easier to trust for the bigger and more amazing things. And that's what we actually are expecting, expecting for God to do. It's because we're staying steadfast to the things that he said. We're not going to the right or to the left. We obey his law, and we try and trust that he will be with us. And wherever that he's with us, we will be successful. So I want to remind us of the things that God has done for restoration because we need to remind ourselves and remind each other of God's faithfulness and his goodness. More importantly, those memorials happen when we remain steadfast. As I said, steadfast to the path that God has put us on and keep our focus on the godly vision for restoration. So now I'll get to the the vision and the mission for restoration, but, but I wanted to share the memorials speak on the importance of why it's important for us to remain steadfast, to stay true to what God has called us, restoration, to do and to be. There are other churches that God has called them to do many other things, but for us, we need to remain steadfast to what he has called us to do. So very briefly on the name restoration, for those of you who may or may not know, I felt God gave us that name before we started the church in 2016. 
gave us that name as it speaks to his heart for all people. We have been restored by Jesus, and our desire is to point people to Jesus so they can also be restored. The name restoration, for those of you who may not know, came from Psalms 126. So essentially, there are two parts to that Psalms 126. The first part is about the people who have been restored by God. The second part is about those same people who have been restored, going out to bring restoration to people. That is who we are. That is who, we, who God has called us to be, to bring restoration to others. So let's talk about the values and the missions and the, the vision for restoration um, very quickly. I'm, I'm running through this very quickly, so please excuse me. Uh, firstly, the values. As I mentioned earlier, values are like boundary lines. Boundary lines that God has laid out for us. Right? Psalm 16, 6 again. But boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. I keep repeating this because in a way I'm speaking to myself because I know how I feel when people tell me what not to do. So I'm, I'm, I'm just telling myself also. Uh, those boundary lines are the, the three, the three, there, there are three boundary lines, are three values that we have at Restoration. I will quickly go through them. Number one, it is all about Jesus. Hopefully, you will not be mistaken when you hear the first song that we sing. It is all about Jesus. There's a reason why we gather. It's about Jesus, to worship Jesus and to point people to Jesus. He has all the answer. We may have a couple answers to things, but when we point people to Jesus, Jesus has all the answers to all their problems all the time. That's what we want to do at Restoration, to make it all about Jesus and point people to Jesus. Secondly, follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, the presence of God. Holy, the Holy Spirit was sent to lead us, to comfort us, to strengthen us, to encourage us, and to give us a greater revelation of Jesus. So we must be in tune to the presence of God, and we want to make sure that is always a place for that. Just like how I interrupted the worship, because I just felt God was reminding us again why we worship we were redeemed by Jesus, so that's why we worship him. We have been forgiven. We are walking in freedom because of Jesus. That's why we worship him. And number three is, is to be steadfast in following Jesus' blueprint to build his church. I know some of you guys may have heard this before, but the only thing that Jesus said he would build in scripture is what? His church. He is building his church, so we got to prioritize and just like from uh, Joshua chapter 1, do everything written in it, as in, in scriptures. Follow his design. Follow his blueprint. We don't need to, we don't know better because I, I, I often hear this is, well, Jesus was 2,000 years ago. He was in like a little small town. Now we live in Chicago. It's 2023. Things are different. No. He knows how to build his church. So let's trust him and follow the blueprint that he has set out for us. So when we do these three, the, these three things, we know we're not being optimistic. We know with certainty that the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever that you go. You're going back to Joshua 1. Um, the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever that you go if we follow his law and meditate on it day and night. And whenever God will be with us, wherever that we go, we will know that we will be prosperous and successful. 
I'm not making it up. It's in scriptures. If we obey him, he will be with us wherever that we go. And when he's wherever, wherever we go and he's with us, we will be prosperous and successful. So those are the, uh, the boundary lines for us. Uh, the mission, our mission is something that we want to do often, is living daily with a kingdom mindset. It sounds easy, right? It sounds easy until we leave the church and go to our jobs, go hang out with our neighborhood, with our friends. But living daily with a kingdom mindset means prioritize kingdom principles and kingdom teachings over worldly principles and worldly teachings. Living daily with a mindset that we are foreigners, we are refugees in this world. We belong to the family of God. You know, just remember, we belong to the family of God. We belong in the kingdom of God, and we have a different set of principles, different set of culture that we belong to, different way of life, different lifestyle. Uh, okay, so that's mission. And then our vision. Our vision is to glorify Jesus everywhere. Uh, this happens when everyone, those God has called to be at restoration. Not just myself, not just the elders, not just the leaders, not just the core people, but every single person remain steadfast in our values, stay in our boundaries, and prioritize our mission. Prioritize as in living daily with the kingdom mindset. That is how we will get to the vision. That is how we will glorify Jesus everywhere. You know, we have seen and heard what God has done for restoration. Right, for those of you who may remember, for those of you who may have went, who went through this time and season with us, just trusting and praying and, and hoping also he would come through, but he, always, he has always come through. But now that we have seen it, we have heard it, we have experienced it, we know that he will come through again if we stay on the path that he has set us upon. So initially, um, as I try to point this out in Joshua chapter one, right? God said, you need to be very courageous, right? Be strong and very courageous. But once we take that initial few steps of stepping out in faith and trusting that God will come through, now we only need to be courageous because it's easier, it's easier to live courageously. So, for all of us, let's live with the audacious, audacious faith that God will make the way. We have seen him. He has made the way, so let's trust that he will make a way. We have seen that he will provide. You guys have looked around. You've seen how big we are, how many people we have. But God made a way for us to purchase this building. During COVID, mind you, everyone else was leaving and just walking away. But God made a way us to acquire something. And then trusting, let's live with an audacious faith that God will break through the impasses, you know, the obstacles that we're facing right now, or even the complacency, the complacency that just seemed too impossible to overcome. Trust that God will do those things because we have seen him has done those things. So when each of us pursue the vision of glorifying Jesus in all aspects of our lives, that means in our work life, in our family life, in our social life, in our school life, for those who are in school, in our personal life. When we do all those things, that's how restoration as a church.
is getting closer to our goal, getting closer to our destination of glorifying Jesus everywhere. So please note, everywhere means faraway places and, and where we are now, here and now, in our current neighborhood, in this current season also. We have what it takes to bring glory to Jesus, right? Point people to Jesus in, in how we live in this time, in this place, the here and now. At the same time, prepare ourselves for faraway places. How do we prepare ourselves? If I can perhaps give some, some tips, some practical uh, tips for that is, number one, start saving money. Start saving money. Because there will be times when God calls us to go on a ministry trip. If we don't have money set aside, we're not going anywhere, right? Start saving money now. I guess we can always say, well, God will give us the money. That is true. He will. But if we know that we want to go on a ministry trip, then let's start preparing ourselves. Start saving money for ministry trip. Number two, grow in hearing from God in the prophetic. What is God saying to me? What is God speaking to others through me? Grow and practice in, like, in like praying for other people. For those of you who have ever been on a ministry trip, you don't need to raise your hands. I'm not going to ask. When actually you go on a ministry trip, it's no longer the leaders or someone else doing the praying. You're doing the praying. You're doing, my first time on a ministry trip, it was very humbling because you thought you, I thought I knew a lot. I thought I read a lot of scriptures. I thought I did this and that. And suddenly it's like, Hugh, this person can't walk. You pray for that person. So we got to grow and prepare ourselves. Grow in our faith, grow in our prayer life, grow in the ability to hear from God and trusting for miracles because it's no longer, oh, Hugh, can you come and pray for so-and-so because someone needs prayer because you lead a church? No, each and every one of us. So that's why I'm saying right now, prepare ourselves financially and prepare ourselves in our prayer life. Prepare ourselves in our faith and grow in our trust in God and hearing from God. And thirdly, get your passport. You can't go anywhere if you don't have a passport. You can try to sneak out, but you may not be able to get back in. Well, you, that's good. That's for another topic. Um, get your passport. I want to encourage everyone, if possible, have your passport up to date. This is the easiest thing for us to prepare. This will be eliminate at least one obstacle. So when God calls us into ministry to go on a trip overseas, we want to be prepared to say yes, when, not if. If you are part of restorations, we know that God will call us into the nations. So one of us, or maybe eventually most of us, will travel somewhere. So be prepared. It's not an if, it's a when. So when he calls us, we want to be ready to go because I have my passport up to date. I'm ready. I don't need to wait 10 to 13 weeks or whenever the U.S. government get to my passport. It's difficult if we're really honest with ourselves to say that we would say yes to go to the nations if our passport are not up to date, right? We can't say, yes, I will go to the nation, but I don't have a passport. Well, let's get a passport. 
so we can be ready. We can't say, yes, I'm ready to go on a ministry trip overseas if we haven't been saving up our money financially. Is that, I hope those are not tough, sensitive topics. But I want to encourage everyone to start now. Get your passport up today. Start saving financially. Even if you don't have money, it's okay. You can trust for God. But if you have a lot of money set aside, that's great. Maybe you can bless someone else that don't have the finance to go on ministry. That's awesome, right? Because a lot of time we tend to, it's like, well, God will provide for me. But we want to also think from the standpoint, maybe God wants to use me to provide for others. So then they can go on ministry trip. So they can pray also. But anyway, so those are just maybe three easy, practical uh, tips that we can do. Start saving financially, growing our prayer life, growing in hearing from God, growing in scriptures, because it's difficult to recite scriptures if we don't know scriptures. So let's start reading scriptures and memorize scriptures and get your passport up to date. So I want to bring this to a close by encouraging all of us to trust for even more memorials trust for even more um, salvation. That's what we gather. That's why we come together on Sunday. That's why we grow in knowing more of who Jesus is and, and the things that he has called us to do is for more salvation, for more people to be restored, and for God to be glorified in every aspect of our lives. Restoration was birthed to bring glory to Jesus everywhere. The way that we and I mean all of us, right? I know there are uh, quite a few families that are missing because they're traveling somewhere, but all of us at Restorations can do that is to be steadfast in our values be st- and prioritize the daily living, daily lifestyles of kingdom mindset. That is how we stay on course, on the course that God has for us and achieve our vision of glorifying Jesus everywhere. I want to end by reading this passage from Joshua over us again. Um, Why don't we stand? Why don't you guys all stand? Just to stretch your legs for a little bit. I want to read this again, and I want, let's us, all of us, let's listen and pay attention to what God has asked us to do and what we can expect in return when we do the things that God has called us to do. Joshua 1 with seven and eight and nine. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it then you will be prosperous and successful. Isn't that amazing? That is God's promise to us. Be careful to do everything written in it, then you will be prosperous and successful. Not that you may. You will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever that you go. And I just, want, I just really felt to pray into the discouraged part. 
I just feel like there are some people here that's feeling very discouraged. Oh, I have experienced a lot of discouragement. And I just want to pray over those people. Actually, I just pray over all of us. Let's close our eyes and I'll pray over all of us. Jesus, we're so thankful for you, God. I just want to lift you up this morning, God. We want to make everything that we do at Restoration to be about you, Jesus. We put our complete trust in you. We put our complete faith in you, Lord. And we trust that when you said, do everything written in it, in the scriptures, then you will be prosperous and successful. And you said, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever that you go. And I just pray right now, Lord, I ask Holy Spirit, we ask in the name of Jesus, that you will bring comfort, that you will bring encouragement, that you will bring boldness, that you will strengthen and encourage. Just give courage. Give courage to where courage is lacking in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thanks again for listening. We hope you were encouraged. Don't forget to connect with us through our website, restoration.life, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. 